1: Welcome to this week's edition of skip the tutorial number one video game podcast at the inauguration I'm one of your hosts this week bryant bernie daniels and joining me across the universe on skype is nothing than todd bill fortner What's going on, man?
0: I'm just paranoid as usual, man
1: I got my energy levels going. I love that song. I love that song
0: Oh Now, man, I'm doing good man. Glad to be on top of the ground both arms, both legs working. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've been awesome. I've been back on my crack bins with this fucking 2K shit. Like I'm a wild player or something like that. But <laughs> you know what I mean? I know Bless the to feeling. be able to do it. You know what I mean? Cool and hanging out. How you feeling today, my brother? How you doing?
1: Woo, dude. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm really good. I got to shave today at some point. My wife took a picture of the dogs last night while they were sitting on my lap. And I looked at my head, and I'm just like, I look so old when I don't shave my head. I look like I'm 70. Look, look at this. Hold on. Can you see that? You can see the bald lot. Like, you see where the hair doesn't grow anymore.
0: No, nah, man, be secure. It's okay, man. You should let it go all the way out and perm it. No, <laughs> yes. No, I'm not going to do
1: that. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I thought about letting it grow out so that somebody could do one of those fake wigs on me. Those uh, toupees where they glue it to your head just to see what I'd like to have hair?
0: You do have a good disguisable face, though. Or you could, like, shave your mustache down. I've told you this several times. It kind of looked like Hitler's cousin. He you dyed it. <laughs> or, like, speaking of dogs, hold on one second. Yes, yes, yes. We were
1: talking about my disguisable face and how that I could okay. disguise it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could dye it or shave it or... I I wish I could grow this out so I could have, like, one of those, like, Viking goatees that gets
0: braided, like Scott Ian from Anthrax. You should have been working on that during the pandemic, my dog. I tried. It doesn't grow very far.
1: It stops about right here, and it's just, like, it's completely see-through, so it doesn't look good.
0: (laughs) You also look like you could have been a part of, like, a multicultural 1990s R&B group if you want to make that look go.
1: I could do that. I could make that fly. I like those 1990s R&B groups all of them boys to men that's my favorite who doesn't like boys to men i don't well I mean, then we're not friends anymore i'm sorry we have to cancel the show i'm kidding i don't man. hold opinions against anybody
0: so no nah, i'm just kidding you know boys to men, they're they're fine i think i did a boys to men song and motherfucker talent show back in 1993 <laughs> i wish was it recorded somewhere I mean, they don't have. They didn't have recordings in '93. Nah, uh, <laughs> maybe it's possible that some fucking footage exists of this. I would pay uh, big money to see that. Definitely, photos Definitely, definitely photos with the high top fade, with the Gumby, with the line in it. Some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some New Jack City.
1: I would shit, pay some no. money
0: to see these photos. I'm not Otherwise, lying. I should go ahead. Maybe I should change my haircut on 2K and get that haircut. Mm. Mm.
1: See that's why I like video games where I can make my haircuts because I don't have hair and I haven't had hair since I was 18 years old. <laughs> I get to pretend like I actually have hair.
0: What happened to you... it, man? Did you get scared one day?
1: No. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. No. It was bell pattern baldness, dude. I got struck with it young, real young.
0: Like I was. I mean, gr- think of it this way. So did Deion Sanders, bro. That's true. It'll be okay. My dad used to live. James did. My dad used All to live uh, do. next door to Deion's cousin. See, that's what I'm saying. Rich people. And all you gotta do, man, if you step on enough necks,
1: yeah.
0: you'll be able to get enough money to somebody to individually put hair back in your head if you <laughs> so like, bro. It's okay.
1: Elton John. Look what happened to him. He was going bald in the eighties. Now he's got a full head of hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just say it. Dude, I just eighteen years old, man. I started losing my hair. I was real self conscious about it. And, like, because I was growing out my hair long, and I had it down to almost my shoulders. And then one time I'm in class, and this guy comes out, and he's like, hey, man, what's with the bald spot back here? And I had a big bald spot going on back in the back of my head. So I decided to shave it all off. (laughs) It was, actually. It was because of (laughs) COVID-19. I don't feel like I've aged in my face or my mind. I feel like my face still looks very young. But I feel like my hairline. Like a wee baby. Like a wee baby. I've got a baby nah, face. Bruh.
0: I told you it's very disguisable.
1: It is. It's very disguisable. Oh, let me send you this. Hold on.
0: Do we tell people what they listening to at this point while we're sitting here talking about <laughs> no. disguisable baby face, bald bill patternness and shit? LeBron James? <laughs> no. Like, you, like the... <laughs> you go make a hip-hop verse. The white LeBron James. The white LeBron James. Goddamn Post Malone featuring Post Malone. <laughs> kind of bullshit. I mean, no,
1: so we have not talked about what we did. uh, But yes, let us talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we are a video game show. That's what me and Todd are. <laughs> together we get together, we talk about I'm distracted this morning. We get together and we talk about video games, what we've been playing, we break down some news and usually a round table. Sometimes we do a top seven. This week is we're back to normal. We're doing our what we've been playing. We're breaking down some news and we're talking about progressing further into live streaming gaming services. And I've got a review of uh the new Amazon Luna if you will, the their their new streaming service. I got early access to it, and I've got some thoughts
0: on Luna. Uh, Speaking of ass and in, in Buddhism, um, <laughs> that's I'm my just kind of feeling like this is kind of Saturday, real quick. Yeah, so I'll be talking about a little of that probably periodically because, you know, just shout out Buddhist Bob and them, you know what I mean, the three yogis, Charity. The three. Oh, yeah. Life and humbleness. Um, that's also what you're listening to. Part of what we do is we talk about what we like. Sometimes it could be a little bit of A D D, ADHD, but it's coming from a good place. You know what I'm saying? We've been fucking with it for a while and we are truly appreciative for you to be here to listen to us talk about um our the hobbies we love the most and Absolutely. I, mean, I my bad. I, I cut in, man, on the Luna No, 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 no. no. Up, like that does Luna sounds like a nineteen sixties brothel worker?
1: <laughs> Luna is a
0: rock. Luna is a streetwalker. I'm to see Luna the special, the <laughs>
1: Luna special. Luna is a streetwalker. I wanna Google her. <laughs> that's what I wanna Google. I wanna. I, I, wanna, googled, <laughs> I googled Luna last week, and this and week I, I want like her to Google me. luna is the streetwalker that's the name of this week's episode i don't know uh but no anyway moving on we're gonna talk about what we've been playing this week um by the way we sent out this call last week thank you rob for contacting us he did we did forget to send rob what he won from the patreon contest so we have taken care of that i took care of that this week um, if we forgot, if you want a contest and we forgot, <laughs> please let us know.
0: It's- oh yeah. I, I was talking about it in the Patreon. I didn't hit the button on the 2767 for Booty is Bob cause I, I didn't want to put the password in and I'm lazy.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But also I was going to say thank you for bringing up the Patreon. I told you guys, Todd told you guys this, this is an ADD episode. We're all over the place this week uh for five bucks a month so that's like a cup of coffee a month if you go to starbucks uh for five bucks a month you can get four additional episodes of the of skip the tutorial the unedited version on the patreon so go check that out patreon.com backslash sdt pod and if you want to support the podcast in a way that's not money which we're perfectly fine with please leave us a review on itunes uh, a review and a five star rating, or whatever you feel is appropriate, um, because uh, that helps with the algorithm and it helps push us to the top, which is where we and want to be.
0: Not only we would we would truly truly appreciate if you did that. Now, I mean, anything other than the five might fuck up the algorithm. So, you know, hey, be one of those people but that <laughs> has a that passes out positivity and gives out free hugs. You know what I'm saying? Because we do the same. Hopefully. Uh, for those around us and, and the message we try to put out. And this week uh, only, uh, if yeah. you so leave basically us. Basically, lie. Just, just fucking lie. Just lie. lie. Give us five stars, please. Because we're doing the best we can just like you. Thank you. Please do it. Listening. And I apologize as well. Shout out to Shanice, which reminds me, please go check out uh, her YouTube channel. Yes. I apologize, Shanice. I cannot fucking even. Do Cosmic
1: right Sky now to check Gaming.
0: It. Cosmic yes, Sky Gaming. Sekiro fucking gameplay, man. You know what I'm saying? Hell, Canada. Hell, Hell
1: Canada.
0: Canada! All right,
1: but what I was going to yeah. say real quick is, if this week only, if you leave us a five star review on the iTunes, everybody who leaves a five star review on the iTunes gets an exclusive link to my OnlyFans.
0: Well, that, well so please, there I'm you not go. Go get into OnlyFans. I was about to say <laughs> will help finally get Booty's Bob is twenty seven dollars and sixty seven cents. Nobody wants to see your OnlyFans. But speaking of that. We need to get a female party Whoa. to get associated with the show a little bit more. To make sure we get a proper perspective, get a proper female get list guest on sometimes. So it'd be like y'all motherfuckers need to level it out. Just chill it out. I Let's think see, where you know we what we should saying.
1: start doing this this year is, um, you know what? That's a good one. If you leave us a five star review on iTunes, um, yeah. If you leave us a five star review on iTunes uh, this week and the next week you will get an invitation to do a top seven episode with us. Look, y'all always give us y'all's top sevens. So if you leave us a five-star review this week, we'll give you an invitation to do a top seven with us. Y'all are always giving us y'all's top sevens on the Tribe, Facebook, uh, Discord, Twitter, all that stuff. We love hearing about them, and we would love to hear you on the microphone, we've recorded a few times with guests before. We can make that happen. So if you leave us a five-star review over the next two weeks, we will send out an invitation. And make sure to email us because we need your email address. We will send an invitation for you to do a top seven
0: with us directly. Right. Especially if you want to plug some shit that you got going yep. on. Fuck with us, man. Please do. We would love to do it. But, I mean, do should we... Can you do the honors, sir, or do you want me to start off with the honors this week? Because, I mean, we, I think we've both been playing We've been games. playing a both lot, games. yeah. That's, I think that's why we kind of got the ADD going on. I'm in that, you know, little bit of zone of drinking coffee and Well, I think I and, I put in like 35, 40 hours of gaming this week. Well, I mean, look, hey, didn't you do the motherfucking justice then, not justice. Do the goddamn service,
1: Pastor Troy let's do this all right hold on let me pull this pull let me pull my list up because i'm trying to be more organized this year todd so part of being more organized what
0: is going on with you today man do you need some crack (laughs) yes how did you know can we make that happen shit what is going (laughs) on today all right you are pulling off of me i have an excuse
1: so the first game i played the first game (laughs) i played this year i wanted to give an update uh I wanted to give an update. So the ongoing game that I've been playing is Immortals Phoenix Rising. Immortals Phoenix Rising, the more I play it, the more addictive it becomes. The more I'm getting that uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild meets Assassin's Creed feel to it. And the more I'm figuring it out, the more I'm enjoying it with all the puzzles to do in the area. All the little shrines, if you will, because they've got shrines that you can discover. But my favorite part about the game, my absolute favorite part about the game, is that element of discovery like Breath of the Wild. You remember Breath of the Wild when you first launched it? You have your immediate objectives that you can go do to get the game moving forward. But it's not recommended because you're clearly low level and you need more hearts and stuff like that. They pulled that off with Immortals Phoenix Rising in a way... And the reason that I would go with this over something like Genshin Impact is because my understanding of Genshin Impact is towards the end of the game, or not even in-game, but it starts to cost money, um, which Immortals Phoenix Rising is free, not free, but if you have got Ubisoft Plus, or um, if you catch it on sale, you pay that price once and you get the full game and full content right there. What
0: was the price on it?
1: Uh, on sale, it was like twenty nine ninety nine, and I think it's still right. constantly going on sale. It's mostly because Ubisoft screwed this up. It's a great game with a terrible title. Like it's it's it doesn't sound like anything. It almost sounds like a free-to-play game from like 2013. But this game is amazing between the abilities
0: Which is a man from the 80s sounds ridiculous to me because who gives like Chrono Trigger? Yeah. Fucking Metal Gear Solid. And I love those titles.
1: But I understand what you're saying.
0: But why do you love them?
1: Because of nostalgia. I love them because of nostalgia.
0: Like, what's wrong with Immortal Phoenix is my point. No. Is that really why the game is unsuccessful? Well, that Because I've heard nothing but good things it's from It's amazing. It, and, I, and I'm going to end up getting it. I already know.
1: But Ubisoft didn't do a good job of advertising what this game was. Like I said, when this game came out, I had no idea what this was. I literally thought it was a free-to-play off of, like, Smite. Like, do you
0: think it could be more as well or as well it could be a situation where it's like you know people it got stamped with the breath of the wild clone and it's that a, too a lot of loyalists out there and a lot of people that spend hundreds of hours with their game where it's like no matter how good it is breath of the wild already came out so it's like i don't even have a time interest to sink into another Ble- breath of the wild type clone especially to pay money for it yeah. when there's comparable breath of the wild clones that you don't actually have to pay for and get tired of until you stop playing it and don't pay anything
1: for sure no absolutely for sure i think that could be part of the issue too but what i've come to say is that the immortals phoenix rising is the best breath of the wild clone for me like
0: and i would tend to agree with you and which is why I'll off your suggestion I, i'm going to get the real. game like you know what i'm saying like there's no question especially i was debating if i wanted to get it on i mean it's only it's switch right it's, it's on switch other and other pc though i okay, think it's on ps4 I was, and i thought i was i was debating on whether i was going to get it on pc or switch i think i am going to have to get it on switch um perfect switch game by the way right, right. perfect so yeah yeah now i'm just i'm glad you're spending more time with i've heard like I did, i've heard it's easily maybe one of the games of the year like a top game Absolutely. Game of the year type like category game you know puzzle challenges and just i've seen the art in it definitely looks good. It kind of digs into what I've been playing, too, and I'm really glad that that you're talking about this. I didn't mean to jump in like that. No,
1: no, no, no. Because, like, what I was going to say is, like, one of my favorite things about Immortals Phoenix Rising is that discovery aspect like you get with Breath of the Wild. It's that grand adventure in gaming that we're all looking for. You know, it's the concept of, I'm not on the rails. I can go do whatever I want at any time. I could approach these missions, these main core missions or challenges if I want to, Or I could just go stand on top of a statue. I could scout out the local area. I could mark a bunch of spots on my map. And I could just go find out what's over there. And that's what's really kind of amazing is... I'll be sitting there... And it gives me that same feel of Breath of the Wild... Except in a more tight, condensed map. Because I'll be sitting there... And I'll be heading to a treasure chest. Because I want to see if there's loot over there... That's going to better my gear. And I'll come across three puzzles on the way to that treasure chest and I'll stop and engage with those puzzles and I'll go okay just one more okay just one more and I love that feeling of okay just one more Um, and the art style is beautiful just like Craig (laughs) that's right the art style is beautiful the music's on point the actual abilities make the game a lot of fun between the gliding abilities um, the actual um, god powers that you get whether, you know, it be lifting rocks and stones um, and the ability to figure out how to traverse the map and get past certain points. Um, it's just it's so much fun And the dialogues on point. It's humorous. It's enjoyable. And the puzzles are a whole lot of fun. The shrine elements, if you will. Um, what I... If you have hesitated on this game because you think it's a Breath of the Wild clone and you don't want to get into that, or you've hesitated on this game because you don't have confidence in Ubisoft's ability to make a Breath of the Wild-like game, don't hesitate. This game is a lot of fun, quite enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, just like Breath of the Wild, it took me about an hour maybe an hour and a half to really get into into, but now that I'm into it, I am fully addicted to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Highly recommended for me. Uh next game I've been playing actually played and beat this week um was Scott Pilgrim versus the World the complete game or the complete edition if you will that was also on Ubisoft plus um this took me back dude this took me back 10 years ago to Xbox Live Arcade when it was popping and you had Castle Crashers and everybody was getting together with that and Scott Pilgrim versus the World was coming out and they made this 8-bit game based off the comic books What an incredible, incredible experience, Todd. Um, Especially if you like those old school beat-em-ups. And it's more like, it's not like Streets of Rage, where it's just level by level, I'm going to go beat people up. It's more like uh, River City Ransom, where it's got kind of these RPG elements to it. Um, And you're going through the different levels, and you have to face off against the seven evil ex-boyfriends. Great art style. It's an amazing soundtrack. It's just as much fun as it was 10 years ago. Uh, once you figure out the purchasing system, the game becomes much easier, especially when you figure out how to grind for money um, so that you can go buy, you know, pay off Scott's late rental fees and buy all the high-end power-ups. Um, the combat feels amazing. The boss fights are incredibly cool. The cutscenes are gorgeous and so indicative of the spirit of the comic book. They did such a perfect job because a lot of people thought this was based off the movie, but no, they based the video game off the comic book directly. Um, there's great references in the game to different different franchises as you're going through, whether it be Streets of Rage or Street Fighter 2 or Sonic the Hedgehog. There are references to different properties, and I absolutely loved it. It was definitely worth the uh, download and install, so much so that I ended up ordering the special limited run edition that comes in this kind of like old school big box NES style where did you get case. It from? Uh, I was on Ubisoft Plus um, where I downloaded it. The limited run edition I purchased directly off their website. So you could go to limitedrun.com. We interviewed those guys a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, and they're making a splash, dude.
0: Retro Palooza, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They're at Retro Palooza. I bought Night that Trap. Was the,
0: uh, yeah, that was the Night Trap, man. That was so much fun, bro, Austin. It was so much fun, bro, especially like every time that shit comes up now, it was like weird a little bit, you know what I mean? Because we be on such a track and we do the show and we fuck with our people and everything and try to maintain and we remember like part of the reason why we chose this topic, it's just because I mean we both really don't like fucking with people like that and in a weird way like that kind of environment, cons and shit was a way to be like, okay, you know what I mean, this is cool, like all backgrounds are kind of accepted here as long as it's like one thing. Um, but yeah, so that that's one of my fonder memories, bro. Just how Me you figured it out about with the night trap shit, you know what I'm saying? And the the beginning of the show and shit like that. And, uh, but yeah, that's dope. So uh, anytime you support them, and if it's a game, I almost want to support it just because it's Scott. I've always wanted to play it, but that's another one of those games where I think I did start out playing that game. Just like to be honest, Breath of the Wild. Like yeah, Breath of the Wild. I will. Acknowledge that that game is a 10 out of 10, but I might have spent more time playing Anthem, which is a trash game in comparison, than I did Breath of the Wild, just to be completely honest. I think that's another reason why I kind of fell back from Immortal Phoenix, but the strange thing is I might actually fall into Immortal Phoenix a little bit more than Breath of the Wild. But, um, and go back to it. Like, I love Breath of the Wild. I'm not a hater. I spent a lot of time with Breath of the Wild, yeah. but, um, you know, this, uh, Scott Pilgrim. I know we had another conversation about this just more in, in depth, um, and I might have to fuck around and get it this time. So, uh, yeah, it's and definitely it's dope that you got the. You're gonna have to show me when you get it, man. Oh, I will. Edition.
1: Yeah, it's got that big box, like old school, like rental case edition, like you would rent it from a blockbuster or something. Which we'll 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 talk a little bit more about some of the physical media companies that are thriving in a digital market. Um, just a little bit later in the conversation, but Scott Pilgrim, man, if you got, a a knack for, and a feel for like old school games, uh, in a modern age, and you really want to, you know, dig into something, this is worth it to me. This is worth, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to put up a challenge to you. It's got different game modes. You can go through and play as different characters. They put in some of the DLC characters. They got new game modes that they added included in this, um, definitely worth checking out couple last games that i played this week first i'll start with the retro game that i've been playing this week which was 2002's the thing from john carpenter i picked it up on the og xbox this is a game lost to time todd this game has been lost to time this was an incredible survival horror experience so much fun navigating this you know frozen antarctica antarctica base yeah, it's the Antarctica. You're frozen Antarctica base while you're trying to deal with aliens and trying to figure out who you can trust and who you can't trust. Uh, between doing the blood tests.
0: American border?
1: <laughs> the American border? Yes. Uh, between doing the blood tests on people to make sure they're not the alien uh, to, you know, getting chased by monsters and having to use the flamethrower on the larger monsters and trying to survive or solve puzzles. This game is still so much fun. Nineteen years after its release, they need to remaster or remake this game because, talk about survival horror at its best. I absolutely love the thing. This was a gem that was slept on. Soon as I saw it, I knew I had to pick it up. Um, I'm probably going to be playing through the rest of it tonight. It's a short game too. It's like seven hours long. You know, it's. We talked a little bit about this: the length of games, the six and a half, seven hour. Uh, in our conversations this week. And that's kind of the perfect perfect time slot, you know, that seven to eight-hour length uh, I really enjoy.
0: Pretty uh, cool film, too. Pretty cool film. Absolutely. Um, And just saying, speaking of survival horror, that's what I'm saying. Like, I did have a question real quick. Am I yeah. tripping or, like, the borders? Did they open up the borders with the new variant? Didn't they, did they open up the borders so we could travel mm-hmm. or close them? Or anything, is anything going on with the – are we locked? In, in the country or out I of the country? I want to say... The survival they, horror shit? That just reminded me. I want
1: to say the only thing they did was reverse the Muslim country ban. I think that's, what it, that's, that's my understanding of it. I'm not sure about Shout the other... Shout
0: out Louis Farrakhan, man. Shout out motherfucking Louis Farrakhan. And we rejoined yes, the Paris
1: Climate Agreement. The Paris what? thing. We rejoined that Paris thing. For the climate...
0: Did that, did that stop the dinosaurs from motherfucking going extinct? No. No.
1: <laughs> Go check out the thing if you like it. It's worth it if you can find a copy of it. It's it's hard to find. I mean, you could get it on eBay for probably 10 bucks. The last game I've been playing actually was a recommendation from Raleo. I'm actually going to beat it this morning. I'm almost done with it. It's a game from 2020 that I completely slept on and missed. It's called Carrion. It's called Carrion. You play as the monster. It is a 16-bit Metroidvania-style game where you play as the monster. You're this giant blob-like creature who eats humans to survive, and you solve different puzzles. And I absolutely freaking love this game. (laughs) This This would be my pick of the week for my favorite game I've played this week. This is how I know I love this game, Todd. I started it yesterday. Played it for two hours straight without stopping. And then last night I got back on the game about ten o'clock, and the next thing I knew, it was three o'clock in the morning, and I'm almost done with the game. I've got one level left, um, and that's where I'm at. Between the artwork, the con- the controls, the 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 actual sound effects and the sound design, uh, the different types of puzzles and how complicated some of those puzzles do get at times, the combat and trying to even when they add you know, combat puzzles to it where you're trying to figure out how you're going to, as a giant blob monster, how do I fight a guy in a mech suit? Well, this is how you do it. You go in and you move your tentacle and you rip off part of the mech suit and then you rip the guy out of the seat and you eat him. And that's what's absolutely amazing. (laughs) It's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful, amazing experience on Games Pass. It's worth the time. It's like a six-hour game. It's becoming a speedrunner game. Um, I'd highly recommend Carry On to anybody who likes that kind of old school gaming style and Metroidvania games. Um, the problem with most Metroidvania games, at least Metroidvania style games, is a lot of the times they try to make them a little bit too long. Even the last Metroid on 3DS was a very, very long game. Um, my thing is that the perfect Metroidvania game that was ever created was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. where you talk about RPG, RPG elements... But the problem is, is that if you go back to the 16-bit era, those Metroid-style games were not that long. You know, you're talking seven, eight hours, maybe going through different phases. You know, having to tr- backtrack and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of the perfect length, unless you're going to add some type of RPG element to it. That's um, what she said. Like
0: <laughs> the the cheek clapping,
1: the cheek claps
0: power. You know power what I'm saying? And the- you also listed a, a, a issue with our show about it being too long. Mm. But fuck it. I enjoy I enjoy having these conversations. Me too. to flush them out. Me you know too. And all hell the booty is of the world. The shamans representing the, the bootyism in the air. I told you it's there. You know what I'm saying? You brought up clap cheek and RPG powers and I think that would be a good one. You're talking about the thing earlier. Yes. Like a, early 1990s film that's what you play C-X on that's at what 1 a.m
1: that's what you're actually playing on and carry on you're basically a version of the thing except you can't morph on other people but you do have the ability to mind control people you send that's your you little mean. tentacle out and you can mind control them and that's one of my favorite parts
0: bill cosby <laughs> but anyway might, they need to free him bro shout out alex jones Shout out, Alex Jones. Now, nah, that sounds like a good suggestion, though. For it's really talking, fun. Riley you know, says something, you know what I'm saying? Holding down a Discord, making the Discord consistently great at all times. You know what I'm saying? When when certain people speak in the tribe, you got to listen to them. These are good suggestions. We work together. You so, do. yeah, You do,
1: man. And, you know, that's the things that the inherent length of the game for something like this should come from the challenge of the puzzles. It shouldn't just be that's artificially extended um and that was kind of the point i was making with carry on is they kind of did it perfectly in my opinion where the length of the game is dictated by the challenge of the puzzles it reminds me a lot of metroid zero mission for the gba which was a remake of the first metroid game uh and that was a blast absolutely that's one of my favorite games of all time Um, that's a speed running game for me it's that's and i could see carry on becoming the same thing where like on a sunday afternoon if i don't have anything else to play I'll just load up Carrion and it's like, let me do a run through and see how fast I can do it. Um, totally worth it, especially if you have Games Pass. And hell, dude, I'm going to say this. If you don't have Games Pass, it's 20 bucks on Switch or, or Steam. I don't know if it's on Switch. It's 20 bucks on Steam. And for me, that would be worth the price of entry. Um, especially when you think about all the Metroidvania games that have come out over the years. This one is a new concept and I think one of the more innovative concepts to play as the monster, which is my favorite part. I absolutely love not,
0: it. Not like Evolve or anything. This is actually fun.
1: This is, a, this yeah, exactly. Is it's, this is actually fun to play as the monster, especially when you eat people and you hear that bone crunch. Mm.
0: It's so mm-hmm. much fun.
1: So much fun. Eating
0: people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. And you reach your tentacle out so, you just, like, grab them towards you. I don't what, know about what, this whole tentacle hentai thing that you to right now like you're kind of digging a little bit deep, my, my brother. I'm gonna have Jay, some uh, weird. To I'm gonna have some weird Google you know searches saying? later. We need to have this. It's okay. Well, we'll have an anime episode soon for both of us because we're both <laughs> on the edge right now. It seems that's like that's right. You know what I'm saying? But these are all grand suggestions, my brother. These are all grand suggestions. I I told you I go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say one last thing about Carrion. One last thing. My favorite thing in the game. Hiding in the vents, and I'll get unsuspecting victim walks under the vent, and you just drop your tentacle down through the vent, and you pull them up into the vents, and just eat. it's just amazing. It's amazing. Sorry, that was it. That's all I've been playing this week. I highly drop recommend all those games.
0: That's yeah, right. That's what you're doing. That's what's up. That's a good. That's a good way to end it off. Tentacle yeah, right. dropping. Tentacle you know what I'm dropping. About? Yes, Ooh, sir. Ooh, Luna, the tentacle dropping edition. <laughs> uh. I mean, whatever, man. I, I would just say, at this point, I would say Jim Jones was right. Um, but nah, man, great list of games as usual, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, for real, all grand suggestions. This is one. I can't. Yeah, you said uh, the Games Pass It was carrying on was on? Yeah, so it's on Games Pass right now. There's shit going on.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, it's on Games Pass right now.
0: So, by my hesitance. <laughs> uh, but yeah bro that's what's up man the only thing I've been really playing like I was saying uh, is 2k21 like hard this week I, I really fell off Assassin's Creed by holla. unfortunately I'm, I'm going to get back on that shit cause I felt like I just had finally started to crack the surface of the game uh, before I went into my whole above the rim mode on 2k21 it's been a while for real for real like really badge grinding you know what I'm saying like yeah. to the point where whatever and just Fucking around, doing my thing with that. Um, So yeah, but it's been fun though. It's been fun just linking up again with the people, even though it was almost a damn real fight and to be two K politics going on. The shit is so hilarious. I swear to God, it's so it's so similar to WoW in a weird way. From what I would see from the outside looking in, it it doesn't make sense. But um, I also did dip deep, dip back into Ori. I know Ori isn't a long game. It's one if I would just not have ADD and go back and forth, I could just sit down and beat. But it's real therapeutic. It's real cool. You're playing really in the
1: first one, game. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 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 in the Wind of the Wisp or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just very. That's a really that's a good suggestive game. That would be one I would think. You know, she might say, "Okay, that was a good choice in games to play." Um, even though that's kind of weird why she's going running through Sekiro. Uh. But I also fucked around a little bit and restarted the the latest Tomb Raider um game mm. that was free on PS4.
1: Really, uh, and
0: I forgot how beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I, I forgot how beautiful that game looks on the system and why people are pissed off about the way Cyberpunk 2077 looks. Uh, because you have games like that that have been out for a couple of years and and just so fucking amazing. I really got that one more so for my significant other to sit down and dig into since she just. I think she over 73 hours or close to 80 hours on Cyberpunk. It's just something else to play. I know she'll dig it, but I started that again. Um, but the, surprisingly, what I really actually spent way more time with, speaking of free games off of Game Pass, was I went back and re-downloaded uh, Injustice 2 on PC just because I wanted to fuck with it. And you know personally I really fuck with fighting games, um, certain ones. And really, I forgot... How great the story was in that um, game, you know what I mean? When Batman comes out and gives his like classic line, "Every villain is a hero of his own story" type thing, and starts his whole little monologue, and it's built into like fight scenes in the very beginning. It also makes me wonder why, as you know, me and you are both DC movie, comic book heads, and oh, that's where sure. we de stress too. Especially the um, cartoons, they are great. The video game narratives are great. But the movies, you know, they just don't hit the mark. You know what I mean? Even though we were both gracious to Wonder Woman, eighty four. But uh, yeah, man, I just forgot how well balanced as a fighter that game was. Um, how much fun it still is. How they hit a, a, out of the park with like the customization and shit options for replayability. How well optimized it is on PC right now. Um, especially with my little setup, it's like duct tape and. Everything kind of put together with it. It was a real expensive monitor, but it it runs smooth as butter, baby. You know what I'm saying? And it just really reminds me of the value of. Um, it really just reminds me of the value of Game Pass over time. You know, the, like they like controllers on there now, like you were talking about before. Yeah, absolutely. And even for me, it's just like it reminded me of the. You know, it reminded me of the times where we, you know, games lasted a little bit longer, like. The original Mario, I can still pop on and play now, and it'd be fun. It's not always about you know having the latest and greatest thing of all times. It's this for me again. The theme is kind of trap year as far as you know. I got my 2K flipping. I got my Cyberpunk 2077. Of course, I've been playing that. Um, I'm gonna talk. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that a little bit later since you beat it. Yep. Um And they and they did the patch today, so I will be playing that a little bit more today. You know, enjoying the wonderful grown-up childish ass weekend um but yeah man in justice 2 you know it just it brought me back a little bit to it makes me think about some of my favorite fighters like dragon ball fighters shout out ace uh a base tohan you can check his uh his gameplay out in um in our uh, on the facebook channel you know mortal Kombat did it right tekken like street fighter like it, it's i believe in justice 2 is one of those franchises where as far as the fighting is concerned for me personally um as well balanced as it is is it's just really a superior or a fun fucking just fighting game. So that's uh pretty much what I've been playing this week, man, getting through the week. The de-stressers for me. Uh yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Man, I wanted to I really wanted to download Injustice 2. Um I loved Injustice 2 and real I quick, I need to real go real quick. Yeah, man, I really wanted to pick up Injustice 2. And, I I mean, it's still on Games Pass, so I'm going to do it. Um, But Injustice has got, like, one of my favorite memories, uh, the very first Injustice. Um, Just because when we first got the PlayStation 4, like, we got the old school, like, initial launch of the PlayStation 4. And when we first got that, we didn't have a lot of... um, gaming selection so me and my wife picked up injustice to play together and man we played that game for hours together we'd sit there and just fight on there and just like we would <laughs> she would get irritated with me because I'd win a lot and you know but then she got really good at it and she started to whoop my ass at it too and it was just a blast man just an absolute blast um so I'll definitely pick up injustice too on the the game's pass I want to play through that story mode um yeah you the yeah no, I never beat the story. Oh my god, bro. I've yeah, heard it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, you need to get that. Just like don't be one of these assholes that just watch the YouTube uh playthrough. I know you don't. I'm no, kidding. I don't do that. And I mean, you know, there's some people with no fingers that have to watch it. So I get that. But um yeah, like this uh this this game is well worth just running through the fighting story. It's not long and it's 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 a good narrative. Man, I'm definitely gonna be
1: checking that one out. Um So we got some news to go through. Let me roll that news theme. News theme. News theme. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Champagne Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right. That's what the news was. We got, we got the first piece of news up. The hottest news of the week coming to you from Skip the Tutorial. Um, this one I don't really give a crap about, but I wanted to talk about it for a minute because I thought it was interesting how we're coming down to hardware comparisons that are very slim. Big news story of the week, Todd. Two days ago, this came out two days ago all the way from Eurogamer.net. The title, Hitman 3 on Xbox Series X, has a slight resolution advantage over PS5. Wow. So that's what we're coming down to, is really cutting down uh, to the slimmest, slimmest advantages in the modern age, depending on... Now, like, I get it. I get get people do want um, to watch or play their games at 4K at 60 FPS... And I understand that resolution is important. And don't get me wrong, the Xbox Series X is a beast, is an absolute beast of a console. Um, they've even got me enticed into possibly getting one in the future because I keep the Xbox in the game room and that's where my only 4K TV in the house is. Um, so I've definitely thought about it. But first, I'm going to get my 3080 and my PS5. But that's really the comparisons we're making these days is these really kind of slim, you um, now, here's my question to the tribe on this one, Todd. Look, I have a Laserdisc player, bro. I got a VHS player. I have an old school, uh, old school CRT television that I play all my old school consoles on. Clearly, I am not a resolution elitist. Not elitist, bad word. I'm not saying everybody who likes their high resolutions is elitist. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just not, I've never paid attention to the resolution aspect of it. I do pay attention to like, you know, when I'm looking at my, my monitors, I'm talking about refresh rate and stuff like that, especially when I'm talking about online gaming. But my question to the tribe is those of you who do, you know, dive into your resolutions and it's extremely crucial to you, can you please just let us know? Why it's so important to you. That's honestly, I'm curious. I'm not being facetious. I'm legitimately curious because I've never been that kind of, the, I, I pay more attention to like sound quality, generally speaking, um, versus resolution, unless a game's absolutely janky and it stops all the time. But that's what I want to know. Just try it. Reach out to us. If you are a resolution junkie, if you will, or a, that's an important aspect of gaming to you, um, I just want to know why. It's literally it. Is that, is that a fair question,
0: Todd? Yeah, it's a fair question. Okay, I just I, I was mean... just thinking about some healthy cheeks, man, and like <laughs> grabbing them from the bottom, <laughs> squeezing them together. Fair enough. I just look. I watch later this,
1: so I'm not one to talk just about resolution. Juggle one off of another. Just one after another. Do, 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 bounce do, do, do. it, bounce it. Um, all right, next piece of news, Xbox, they announced that they were updating their prices and increasing them, and then they immediately took that away. <laughs> they, they said, from the Xbox Live team, this is on their website, we messed up today and you were right to let us know. Connecting players, connecting and players with friends is a vital part of gaming and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. Returning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already... You stay at your current price for the renewal. New and existing members can continue to enjoy it for the same prices they pay today $9.99 a month, $24.99 for three months, $39.99 for six months, and $59.99 for retail 12 months. So they were going to change it and they decided not to. Xbox listened to their fan base. So good on them. I'm glad. Like, that's a good thing for all those. Um, I like my Xbox Live, my Xbox Gold. I, I do I go in there and download the games every month and you know what I'm gonna get back on the Xbox I think think i'm gonna think i'm gonna bring this as the year to tear into the Xbox one while I wait on my p s five I swear
0: nobody wants to play Xbox man but I'm glad that they did go ahead and uh I like it I like the controller there's a way like people people shit on xboxes I like to hear... No, nah, I mean, look, man, I wanna like it, uh, I, but I really just this has been such a weird year. I mean, I just went off on how much I love Games Pass, so I don't and yeah. how we talked about this in with Microsoft. Like you, everybody, I mean, it does matter. Like the whole uh, console war shit. I could give three less of the fuck about. Um, it's really I don't know who the fuck has money to be playing or what well, you do. You do Caligula, and I'm proud <laughs> of you, and I appreciate you, and I respect you. That's the reason why I do the show. You know what I'm saying with you because it's like. Hey man, it's important to like hang out with motherfuckers that you respect uh and that, that do things, you know what I'm saying that you can admire and that they make it makes you better. So, I'm glad that you have the heart to get the Xbox. I'm not in that, in that space right now, player. I got to make the pimp decision. And therefore, you know what I'm saying, the next thing I spend some money going to be on a PS5 and, and just work the hell out of this games pass. Um, but I am supremely glad to hear that uh The news about them dropping the price just just based on what's going on in the fucking planet right now, how nonsensical that is. I think we went into a deeper conversation about humble opinion uh, as far as corporations and society and the Patreon and that specific perspective based on this news article. So, you know, check that out there. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you already know how I feel. I'm, I'm. I mean, it's not that deep that the moral to it to give it to you free is glad that they made this decision because that just goes to show you how it's. If it, they, they must not, they must have figured out a way they weren't going to lose money. It was still going to be profitable. Mm-hmm. And with doubling the price back down, which is fucking insane, which is another telling sign of the times that we live in, bro.
1: I mean, it really is, dude. It really is. I mean, I am glad that they're at least listening. I mean, they don't want, man, the cyberpunk bitches have won. Well, I mean, and here's the reality. It's like, look, most corporations aren't going to listen. Like Netflix ain't going to listen when you complain about their price increase. Hulu ain't going to listen to you. I mean, most of those companies won't listen to you. EA barely listened when people were pissed off about all the stuff going on with Star Wars Battlefront 2 a
0: few years back. Well, I mean, they have okay, just we're not, we, we could get in. That's a long conversation. That is a like long the, conversation. Right? We'll save Consumers that. a Business and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, part of it, you do, you do have power as a consumer in the sense of what you, do. you choose to spend your money on. You know what I'm saying? But we had, like I said, we had a long conversation about that already, so it's just, that's And I mean, I can see us having continued conversations about this with the way things are going with the bots winning and, you know, whatever uh, until probably it'll probably reignite once we one of us gets a PS5 when the scalpers finally stop losing. I mean, stop um, winning
1: the PS5 and the 3080 both supposed to be the rumor mill is available on a consistent basis starting in late February, early March. Okay. That's my understanding of it, which is when I will be getting both of those things and a new power supply um, for my PC. I'm excited. I'm excited to get those things. Uh, I just wish scalpers would stop. Have you seen the trend of the, the graphics cards on eBay going around? People are literally wow. posting pictures of the graphics cards saying please read the comment and it says this is for a price this is for you're purchasing a picture of the graphics card only this is for oh, yeah. bots
0: they did that with uh the PlayStation 5 too yeah
1: and so you know yeah. some people were buying that and getting those deliveries going what you should have read the description <laughs> you instead of relying on a bot dude all right next That's piece sad. next piece new cyberpunk 2077 drops patch 1.1 1. 1. 1. 1. 1.1. They focused on some stability improvements. Um, They they fixed some issues with some of the quests, um, with some of the quests that were ending early or ending immediately, or where characters would disappear. Or they even fixed an issue where it would be impossible to get out of the car in one of them.
0: Hey man, you know what? Fuck all that. How do you feel about Cyberpunk now that you beat it, man? I need to know.
1: I loved it it's been a couple weeks. It's hard to No, It was really, I mean, I thought the ending was solid. Now there's five different endings. I got, I guess what would be considered the best ending in the game where you basically go off to spoiler alert. There's five different endings. So spoiler alert for the next, I don't know, three minutes. So I got what was the best ending in the game, if you will, where you actually go off to Arizona with Pan Am um i thought it was really a beautiful way they wrapped up the story giving you the ultimate choice in what direction you're going depending on how you've played your character up until that point i had my character his relationships were the most important aspect in his life um it started with jackie like i mean he really went with jackie all the way to jackie's funeral when i went to that and like that really became a big important crucial part of my life um and the way that I responded to people and the way I helped Pan Am and finished her missions, um, she was by far my favorite NPC in the game. Pan Am was real cool. Um, and which I just, could
0: be a good which could, which could be a critique of the game. Yeah, I mean it could be. I mean because because it's, it's about Pan Am, Jackie, uh, the Asian dude with the motherfucking eyeballs that I can't think of his name right now. Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah. I mean, some of those games were, like, some of the NPCs were kind of okay or pretty cool. Uh, but Pan Am was my, by far my favorite. Um, and your interactions with Pan Am felt real. Like, they felt really, like, they really put a lot of heart and soul into those interactions. And that's that's why I had to leave them with Pan Am. And the way they wrapped it up with Johnny Silverhand even becoming, you know, the whole time you're thinking, can I trust him? this Ingram of Johnny Johnny Silverhand, and he turns out to be one of your biggest proponents. Um, You know, and he ultimately leaves the choice to you on what you want to do, whether or not you want to go off with what's-her-name into the, the void of the interwebs or the cybernet, or if you want to just kind of live your life as a human for the rest of your time. I really enjoyed it, man. Beautiful game. The way they wrapped it up, beautiful storyline. I had to take a break from gaming for a couple of days after I beat it. That's how I know it right. was good.
0: I really enjoyed right. it. Right. And see, that's the thing. Now, I will say this, though. I think you're completely wrong about the best ending. I got the best ending, in my <laughs> humble opinion. No. I shot myself. <laughs> completely committed suicide. That wasn't the saddest the ending. It basically was, to me, it was like the sweet release of death. Then the panning out it was so slow and dramatic yeah oh, i panned out on night city night city your journey was worthless and i was i mean really isn't that kind of how life is so like it was beautiful to me do and i need I'm a... and i immediately hopped back into the game and it started me over right before the last mission so i i guess that was a cool little treat you can go back do what you do and then you can get the other missions um my old lady my girl got another ending which was dope But I won't get into all of that. It's enough spoilers. We've already ruined uh, a couple of the end. But that's a cool thing about the game with all its flaws to me as well. Um, I I didn't even dig into what other people thought about the ending. I know I saw a couple of reactions or whatever. But, you know, for me, uh, yeah, the Pan Am ending would be considered the best. But I just thought as far as I was actually surprised, like, I kind of felt it. But I was like, is he going to kill himself? Yes. And And I was like wow you could do that a lot of people would be like i hate this ending like i like i could see especially if like again if like you stream in or something else and it's just a thing but as far as storytelling or like a good movie that kind of can take a little twist on things and kind of smash it in your face i was like hmm best ending
1: 100 percent, dude i mean it depends on how you play the game i think that's why I like about it. It, like, leaves the option open to you with how you played the game.
0: Well, no, it's a choice at the end. <coughs> it was a choice. Yeah. For me, it's like – like, I could have kept going. But it, I think it – because I think it gave my girl that option too. Like, regardless, like, at that moment, if you choose to do a yay or nay, that's what's going to happen. Like, if you choose to take that, the one pill, you're going to go on a certain yep. path. If you so you can end it right there.
1: And it's a beautiful – like, to me, it was just like – the. They did such a creative way of the story driving you, but you also driving the story and the story becoming yours. Like, it really integrates into your own choices and how you choose to interact with the game Um, and how much you choose to interact with the game. It was absolutely, you know... That was the thing, is that I felt like when it came down to whatever... I can't remember what Pan Am's tribe is called, uh, but I really felt like they... they were what's that cool bike
0: again i said whatever nomad motherfuckers they were
1: they were awesome right and like i just felt like they really took me into their tribe and you know it was just really kind of this beautiful like contra not contradiction but compare and contrast between the city life and the nomad life and i thought they did a really good job into that and you know this is a game that i will say that you're only going to get out of this game what you put into it However much you put into this game, is, if you just play straight through the story, which you could, um, I, I think you're losing a lot of what the the purpose and some of the deeper comparisons of the game
0: is. Um, I will say this, as far as gameplay is concerned, what I'm excited to see, and we'll probably retouch this again next week when we talk a little bit more about Cyberpunk, is seeing what they fix, what bug fixes yep. their, are there, how smooth it is, and double jumping around. The whole city that brings a whole nother element. We talked about that before, but like it's certain things about this game where the more you play it, the more you get to see where um, how ambitious this was. And, and, you know, not to be over forgiven for what the fucked up mess this turned into be. But I mean, you know, it's a gamer's game, bro. And it's a lot of fun, man, to me. still,
1: it's a blast. I I really enjoy it. This is one I'm going to revisit throughout the year. I'm going to keep going back to it, keep going back to it. It's never getting uninstalled. Let's put it like that. Not in, not until I really feel like I've gotten everything from it. And I've already put... I don't know. I think I ended up clocking in when I beat the game. It was like 51 hours. Somewhere around there. Um, it's definitely worth the time, though. Uh, next piece of news. Games with Gold for February. They've been announced. Gears 5. If you didn't get a chance to play that, that's on Games with Gold. Uh, Dandara... Um, which will be interesting. Uh Resident Evil. Old Xbox game. OG Xbox game. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. That was a blast. I love that game from back in the day. And the 360 game is gonna be Lost Planet Two. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Didn't mean to sneeze. Bless there. you. Thank you. COVID. <laughs> it is not four six seven five Hitmark <laughs> Tag <tank> episode. <laughs> The FBI is listening. All right, next piece of news. Some new games coming to Games Pass. Uh, For the PC, the following games are all coming to Games Pass. Medium, which is going to be a brand new game, come out. Uh, So definitely, that'll be worth checking out. I've heard a lot of really great things about it. Cyber Shadow. Yes, I am all on board for that. That is 16-bit side-scrolling action. I believe I'm correct about that. 16-bit side-scrolling action. Donut County is already out. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about Donut County. Uh, Looks like a lot of fun. Um, Desperados 3 is already out on PC, cloud, and console. And then they're bringing Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 to the PC, Games Pass. And then last but not least, coming to the cloud is Outer Wilds, a game I played in 2019 when it first came to Games Pass. Uh, Outer Wilds is a lot of fun. Really, really great little adventure game enjoyed that one enjoyed that one three more news stories and then we'll move on to the discussion of the week three more news stories um if you platinum spider-man miles morales check your email you got a new frame you got a new frame for your photo mode that's specific for those who platinum it um so go check that out uh immortals phoenix rising we're just uh we were just talking about it from now until January 28th, you can actually take on a limited edition quest that is a crossover with Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Um, so they crossed Did you ever over. watch Blood of Zeus?
0: No, I did not. Did you? It's, it's fucking very enjoyable greatness to me. Anime-style fucking retelling of a story I've heard a thousand times. Speaking of Immortal Phoenix, again, uh, I'm more when it comes to the... Greek mythology on the god of suicide shit. We could really have a whole fucking episode on that damn series. Real talk, man. Random, I'm down for random, it. since I'm talking real quick. Randomly, man, just to let you know, Morbius uh, got delayed to avoid um, the release of the James Bond film No Time to Die. Just so you know.
1: Oh, I did that, not know too. that. Yeah. So it got delayed,
0: huh? Jared Leto's Morbius delayed to 2022 to avoid No Time to Die.
1: Oh, mm. I was looking forward to that one this year
0: um i mean it looks super silly but i'm i'm still
1: on board for it uh last piece of news here we got some playstation under 20 dollars sales going on um let's see what we got here anything that i can recommend alien Ice Nation for six bucks yep please get that one american fugitive for five dollars yep awesome anthem for ten dollars and 79 cents why not Ten bucks? Why not? <laughs> Go see for yourself what that was like. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, eleven ninety nine. Absolutely, if you have not played that, highly, highly recommend Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, Battlefield four, Battlefield five. I mean, just a ton of games on this one, dude. Call i cath- I'm going to begin on PlayStation later. Uh, cook, serve, delicious. I-, I played that. Death Stranding for twenty bucks hundred percent recommend that um detroit becoming human still haven't played it i got it for free a while back but i heard good things about that one dragon ball fighters todd 899 dragon ball fighters 899 if you're in the fighting games, i know you love that one um and rudy on the tribe he does those uh videos um way better than i've ever done um fear effect sedna avoid that even at two dollars that game was horrible it was one of the worst games i've ever played final fantasy 15 royal edition yep definitely worth a pickup on that for 1749 um uh, gravity rush 2 1499 totally worth picking up that uh those are a lot of fun todd just cost three and just cost four just cost those three games and just are, cost you four. just
0: need to own
1: yes $3.99. It's $599 for the XXL edition for just Cost 3. And Just Cost 4, the complete edition 1749. You super um, excited about Resident Evil Village? I mean a lot of people are, but I'm not I don't know why. I just nothing about it has really captured my attention. I don't like the first person. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I just never cared. I mean I am one of those few people that did not like the last mainline Resident Evil game that much. I thought it was okay. I, didn't, I don't have a crazy criticisms of it, but I just I just was not a fan. And look, I understand that the tribesmen been going crazy about it in Discord. People are excited about it, and I totally feel where you're coming from. I just, they never excited me that much. Not these. Resident Evil 2 did. Um, and Resident Evil 3, I'm going to pick up once it's finally on sale. Uh, but yeah, biohazard, I mean, eh, you know, we'll find out, uh, or the next one, the village I'll play it.
0: I'll it may play surprise it. you. It, it probably may, will. Like, I think it might be one of those ones where you feel this way now, but then when you get it, I wouldn't be surprised if you were like, Oh, it's fucking amazing. But it's, I mean, it's absolutely what happens when you get the game. Exactly. I'm always open to it. Here's my mindset, Todd.
1: This is the same way I look at movies and comic books and, uh, music anything has the capability of being amazing anything so i don't try to lock myself down on it i'm going to play the game and i want to play uh, hitman 3 and i never even played the first two in the series and i mean anything has the capability of absolutely being astounding so i'm keeping an open mind um let me know if i need to go revisit uh the last mainline Resident Evil game biohazard because I've, I've heard it's I've heard it really like captured maybe I was in a bad place who knows you never know you kind of are in a bad place bro you're bad to the bone <laughs> bad to the bone but that's it man that's all I got for news anything you wanted to throw out there or add in uh I mean titties and cake you that's know what I'm perfect that is absolutely perfect so how do we want to start this talking about Luna? Um, do you want me to kind of give you my experience? I didn't with
0: play Luna? it, man. Like, do do with you feel? I did. I didn't fuck with it. Um, I don't want to spoil the surprise.
1: <laughs> I guess we could talk about Luna, and the we're talking about Luna this concept of the Netflix effect, if you will, that's hit everything. I started thinking about that this morning, Todd. Netflix concept, like the the concept of Netflix has not only hit gaming. But if you think about it, it's hit books, it's hit comic books, music was really the first place it struck huge uh, between, well, I mean, Netflix, I think, was before Spotify. But, you know, it's really starting to hit in that area where everything is streaming. Like, we're getting to a streaming society, and we're getting more and more used to it. I mean, I didn't want to think that that had to do with, like, comic books and books. It's something very physical, in my opinion. But Kindle Unlimited, and... Comixology Unlimited You can get on there and download what you want You're limited to what you can and can't review Uh, But we'll talk a little bit about that Kind of mental effect of that And maybe some of the physical properties That are still thriving Or companies like Limited run But let me give my real quick rundown of Luna Luna is Amazon. Go ahead Sorry
0: You literally, I cut you off from what I was about to ask you My bad bro (laughs) What
1: Luna is? (laughs) Yeah. okay amazon's luna is the their answer to stadia and cloud from microsoft it's streaming it's 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 game streaming now the difference is i don't know much about stadia uh, and i think boss main uh, who's in the tribe can, Bossman, yeah, yeah he can answer yeah. this question more because more than me Bossman, I got a question for you about Stadia. Does that come with an app that you specifically download on your computer, or are you just pulling up Chrome and accessing it? I can't recall. I've never really messed I with think Stadia. Is,
0: I, I, I fucked with it in, in the beginning, and I think you can get it from... I don't remember either, though. That's weird. Hey, I don't I remember. I want to say you could stream from it when I did it, but it's been so long now.
1: It's been a yes, while.
0: Yeah. yeah, like Or Tribe. Whoever in the Tribe, <laughs> fuck with Stadia. Let us know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because I know that it's an app on, like the the google whatever that you plug into your television um but anyway so luna is an app that you do download to your pc so i got the early invitation once you get in there you have a selection it's a free app by the way um but you have a selection of channels you can download from or subscribe to it's kind of similar to what they're doing with prime where you can have the options for different channels like i've got amc plus on prime uh mostly for shutter but Anyway, I digress. So, Luna, you go in there, and, and currently they have two channels available. They have the Amazon channel, which is a library of games, and they have the Ubisoft Plus channel. Um, Ubisoft Plus, I already had, so I decided to go with the uh, Amazon channel, and it was cheaper. It was like $5.99 a month or something for the Amazon channel. They had a d- a decent selection of games in there, I think their biggest AAA game title was uh, Control. So the first game I tried was Control, which just came to Games Pass because I haven't played it and I've been wanting to. I am on... It's not gigabyte internet, don't get me wrong. But it's the fastest internet I can get in my area. Um, So I think my download averages like 400 and my upload, you know, I can hit between 400 and 500 on a regular. Very little ping, very little latency, if any at all. Especially my desktop, which is hardwired into my network. Um, Control was virtually unplayable uh, when I did play through it. It was extremely choppy. Um, It was very. There was a lot of drops in frame rate. There was a lot of digital artifacts. Um, It wasn't a clear picture, you know, from. And I, I made sure to compare it to the Xbox Games Pass version, which I downloaded to my computer. And yeah, the Luna version was extremely choppy. It almost looked like I was playing through a buffering video, Todd. Like if I if you know how YouTube or Netflix will sometimes buffer and it'll get real grainy on the quality, it almost felt like I was playing through that, and that was just not enjoyable. I, I gave it about thirty minutes. I was trying to see if it would kick in. I turned off my cell phone. I tried a few different things to see if I couldn't get it to work right and just never did. But yeah, then,
0: man, and I mean, you did good as Soldier through that because I couldn't play Control whenever it was working smoothly. Uh, <laughs> I think it's it a game good, I'm going to love. So yeah, I, yeah, I thoroughly agree with you, and I completely agree with it being a game of the year. If, when the year came out, I completely agree with that. Absolutely. But I wanted to give Luna a
1: chance, so I decided to try... A game I'm highly familiar with, which is the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Um, I bought that on PlayStation 4, played through the crap out of it, and I love the Castlevania, the old school Castlevania games. I like what they were doing with that too, with like the kind of like the Mega Man style. Let's bring the old school games first, and then we'll talk about doing Symphony of the Night and all that jazz. So, this is, I played the very first Castlevania game, which is a Nintendo NES game and an 8 bit game. And it was the same problem I had, Todd. It was like playing through a buffering video. It was choppy. Again, I reset my internet because it's you know, I've played flash versions of those games in internet browsers that were much more responsive. The controls felt very sluggish. And now granted this isn't still in an early access phase. Um, so, and I signed up for it and I don't know when they're dropping a full release and they're taking surveys after every game that I like. It it makes me think that they're actually going to, you know, do something to try to improve their service. And I'd like to see what it looks like when it comes out at full, full launch. Uh, but right now, yeah, I mean, at this point I was just not, I was not impressed with my experience. I tried a couple different games and it seemed to repeat the problem. Maybe it is my internet. Maybe there's an issue there. I don't know. But I was not impressed with it. Uh, Is
0: there a bigger theme to why this is an issue for you right now other than you just trying it out? Like, Is there a situation that correlates with what's going on in life in the world or services and gaming or overall corporations that's bugging you about what's happening and what you see with this shitty Luna experience? Just asking as knowing you as your friend.
1: Nah, I mean, I don't... I wanted to objectively separate Luna from any outside influence you know what i mean i mean look i'm i'm always going to be a proponent of physical media at its best i think that's that's when you get a media at its absolute finest um you don't have to be connected to the internet it's available for you right then and there um you own it you get the highest quality you get the highest fidelity based off the physical form of it i will always be but i was i'm trying to stay open-minded and separate myself from the concept of physical media a little bit because we are streaming in the future. This is where it's going, right? We're, we're, we're heading to an area where, unless you want collector's editions, it's already happened to the Blu-ray market. Um, It's just worth it to watch it online or play it online, if you will.
0: Look, man, it's a thin line between a pimp and a trick, and it's a thin line between that pussy hole in my dick. See, this is the thing, too, to me, that whenever this issue comes up, I do always think about the inevitability of streaming and how convenient it's going to be, how great it is in future forward thinking. But I also do have concerns. Everything that steps forward doesn't mean that everything was pushed down, was horrible. I believe sometimes you got to sacrifice the evolution. Yep. Um, and I am going to, I don't know, man. I do feel like you're going to miss something. I mean, it's a difference between only fans popping off, you know what I mean? And actually hanging out with a motherfucker or uh, whatever fucking thing. I'm just being extra weird this week. But, I mean, so be it. I don't give a fuck. That's how it is. Well, so,
1: like, um, and I'm open to a streaming service that works properly. So I miss that- the cons, man.
0: Do you think this is going to kill the cons even more? It's already killing GameStop. I don't think so. Is is that that a bad thing?
1: See, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, look, at first I was upset by the Blu-ray market because I'm a huge fan of Blu-rays in general. Um, But what it did produce over time were specialty companies that create editions of Blu-rays that are worth having. I'll give you an example. Um, So this movie, I've been looking for it's called Versus. It's an old Japanese film from like 2004, right? That's beautiful artwork on the front. Um, when you pull it out and you actually look on the inside packaging, I mean, look at the packaging they have on this, right? Fucking
0: amazing. It's yeah, that's nice. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. S- Suggested for me. Looks like Call 100%. Feel- all right, yeah.
1: Samurai versus zombies, bro. Come on. And Yakuza. Samurai versus zombies and Yakuza in a forest. That's all the movie's about
0: versus versus that's what it's called
1: diddy it. 100% recommend that movie um i think it's actually streaming but totally worth it um but what i was going to say is the streaming structure of netflix hulu and all these things that are coming this way have created these companies like arrow video criterion collection which has always been around uh scream factory a24 these companies um even like uh some of the lesser known ones like uh the Cohen brothers Cohen selection films you know they're creating these beautiful artwork and they're putting a lot of love into these physical things they're doing it at a limited release but they are selling crazy like I I have the trimmers 4k three disc edition back there because I love the movie trimmers that thing's already sold out going on ebay for 150 bucks I bought it was brand new for 39.99 You see what I'm saying? So it's it's
0: you being a barterer, you RPG motherfucker. (laughs) That's right. Okay, because this is the thing though. Like the one thing I love about having a forward thinking conversation is this. I do understand why corporations would say, "Hey, okay, streaming is the future. Everybody can't afford to go to a brick and mortar store." Internationally, when you're thinking about a global economy, it's impossible to imagine yourself being a company in 2021 and not have a digital presence in the internet. And I mean, you can grow your business at scale. Also. Everybody has a cell phone, so the idea of the cloud is fucking yep. beautiful. Stadia is actually beautiful, and Luna is actually beautiful in a sense where you can imagine a kid that couldn't pay a to Valhalla in South Africa who can pay easily now on his cell phone. All he has to do is order some fucking extra controller to his phone or whatever, or even in fucking South America or South Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. I get all of that, but at the same time, um. Oh man, it's just I don't know. It's a, I just feel like it's a give and take with everything. That's it what, is. You know what I mean? Like in 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 essence, like that is the dream of it. But you know, it is what it is. Like, I I, mean, I don't have enough time to play the shit that I want to play now. Exactly. I'm just glad that the whole fucking community is doing well. And it's funny because like you bring up the Netflix example, but then I think about like Disney as much as they want to strip like tr- trip off of it or kind of downplay it is stripping away some market from netflix um even the WandaVision, i need to watch episode three i don't know how i feel about that shit still
1: i'm gonna um, binge I going to
0: watch, uh,
1: i'm waiting until they're three. all available before i binge watch them um right but i will say this if you would ask me a year ago i would have been completely against any type of streaming all physical media thumping the chest whatever but, I mean, the, re- the reality is, Todd, like you're saying, like, this is the-, the forward future. Unless you get used to it now, you're never going to get in- buy into it when it does happen fully. Um, and like you said, we don't have time to play the games that we want to play. Like, I will always have physical media. There will always be eBay. There will always be secondhand shops that sell these things. And they'll always be available. Do I want every season of The Simpsons on Blu-ray? Absolutely, I want every season of The Simpsons on Blu-ray. Do I have time to invest in finding those, buying them up, purchasing them? No. So what do I do? I go to Disney Plus and I watch them. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Like, we can't have
0: all of it. (laughs) The one major point that you bring up where, unlike fiat cash, like, the gold of gaming is this. What happens if somebody cuts the switches off? Exactly. Exactly. I
1: mean, that's the thing is that 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 becomes an issue ultimately at the end is what happens. And that brings up to a second point, too, is what happens when that game leaves the streaming service? You don't own that game. You buy a subscription to play that game while it's on the streaming service.
0: Right, you but know, like, I mean? not to get too too far off the beaten path. I mean, we discussed this. Yeah. This will again be a continued discussion. So, basically, at the end of the day, what would be your final like suggestion on trying out this free app, or is it worth the time? Do you think we should look more into Google Stadia? Like, I, 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 I before mean, you answer, before you answer, I yeah. heard Google Stadia had a great gameplay thing with Cyberpunk, too. Like, they actually had a better streaming. Um, you know, just a better experience on Google Stadia at some point, which I found it to be an interesting story when it was fucking up. Um, I also find it interesting, I just want to say this again, with this whole shit with PlayStation taking uh, Cyberpunk off of the, the store, I still think it's partially kind of childish because they should have, Sony, like like Cyberpunk came out on Xbox through with, with its development, and it was like a deal where it was like exclusive, not exclusive to Xbox, but it was like they has, had special business ties with them. So I just find it amazing that that thing is still stringing out. And Sony is real childish with that. Um, which is, is a part of what I'm saying, as far as like when you get deal with corporations, like what under, underlining shit could actually manipulate the masses and fuck with your experience? You know what I'm saying? And even be more further manipulated by the streaming wars that's going on. Um, with all of that, okay. Now, to, like, what's your, you know, your verdict on Luna? I'm.
1: So I would say that Luna, as a pure streaming service, because Stadia, you still have to purchase games through. I would say with Luna, it's worth giving it a shot, um, especially you get a seven day free trial. And it's only $5.99 a month for the Amazon library. I 100% worth like I think it's worth at least checking out if you want to um, see if it's for you. Not everything is going to be for everybody. I mean, Luna is not for me. That doesn't mean that you're not going to find some type of enjoyment out of it, uh, you know, and something else that you can add to your repertoire of gaming or library of gaming. Me, me, dude, it's not for me. I've got a backlog of 400,000 games that I haven't gotten to most of them physical media and a lot of them on Steam. Um, but see if Luna is something that you would be interested in because I find it to be kind of a... You know, I could see this where, like you were talking about, like, if you don't have access to games or you don't regularly buy games or, you know, you're even one of those people who wants to try a little bit of everything and you don't want to really complete something. And, you know, you just like gaming to try the different aspects of it. Give it a shot. Why not? You know, I mean, it could be something that you really enjoy at the end of the day. And, you know, maybe it's just not for me personally. Um You know, maybe I need to call my internet provider and tell them to boost my internet so I can get on that Luna. But like I said, as a pure streaming service and as an example of that, give it a shot. It's worth watching. It's worth checking out. So, um, but the
0: suggestion, yeah, that's
1: my, that's my final verdict for the week or Jerry Springer's final thoughts. Uh, (laughs) I watched top 10 WTF Jerry Springer moments last night. It was hilarious. There was a man who cut off his own legs because his brain told him to do so it's kind of sad, but, you know, at the same time. Probably the sherm. <laughs> probably the wet. <laughs> the sherm.
0: Anyway, Todd, any any final thoughts from you uh, before we wrap up this week? Hey, man, if you made it this far with us, we appreciate you. We love you doing the same with us again. This is another week, as usual. Please give your opinions, what you think, uh, you know, and fuck with us, man. However you want to fuck with us. Uh, I really ain't got too much, man. I yeah. would probably say something like the titties milk. So it's probably time to, to go ahead and get into the get into the, the, <laughs> the rest of the day.
1: The wrap up. Hey, right, well, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Remember, you can join us over at Patreon.com backslash SdTPod. Five bucks a month gets you four additional episodes. Um, also, check us out on Twitter at stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, gmail skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinions. Don't forget to leave us a five star review on iTunes for your chance to be part of the show. And as usual, before we sign off,
0: stay humble. Stay humble.
1: Humble bundles.
0: Don't take no shit, though, either at the same time. We love you. <laughs> Good night, America. Bernie Sanders means.
1: Bernie Sanders means. Good night, America.